Have you ever noticed how some women just seem to look stylish all the time? Maybe it's that woman from your neighborhood who always looks put together, even at the bus stop. Maybe it's the woman in your office with the amazing accessory collection. You might have thought to yourself, what do they have that I don't have? Is it a better body, a bigger bank account, or maybe it's an extra hour in the day? Turns out it's not any of those things. The good news is there are a few habits that those incredibly stylish women share, and today we're talking about five of them. Let's do it. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back to the Everyday Style School podcast, the show that gives real life style advice to real life women. If you're new here, welcome. I'm your host, Jennifer Mackie Mary. I'm a wardrobe stylist who's been dressing women for over 20 years, and I'm the founder of Everyday Style, where we're on a mission to inspire women to love the way they look every day and give you the tools to make it easy to get dressed. If you're a longtime listener, welcome back. I so appreciate having you with me again. By the way, what do you think of our little audio makeover? I started this show almost four years ago. Can you believe that? And at that time, as I tend to do with everything, I was like, hey, let's make a podcast. Let's see what happens. And since then, the format has evolved to make it a little shorter, a little bit more digestible. But beyond that, you know, it's kind of been the same old, same old. We've just kind of done what works. But this show is almost at a million downloads. I'm hoping to hit that about a month from when we're recording this. But that to me is just stunning and unbelievable. And I cannot thank you enough for that. But with that milestone in mind, I figured it was time for a little renovation. And I hope you like it. Before we get to today's topic, I want to share something fun with you. One thing I love about being a business owner and a small business owner at that is that I can just do the thing. I don't have to ask anybody. I don't have to run it through five departments. I can just do it. If something's not working, I can change it. If I have a great idea in the shower, I can make it happen, which is what happened a couple of weeks ago. In my last episode, I mentioned that I was doing a Spring Trends bonus video in the Style Circle member community, and I was sharing a few trends that didn't make the top 10 list, as well as some things that are on their way out and are kind of not buying anymore. I had a lot of fun doing it, and I really enjoyed being able to go just a little bit deeper with our members. And I thought, well, what if this could be a regular thing? Not an every week thing, but a regular thing. I know that it can be hard to make time to watch a video. You like content that you can consume on the go. You're busy. I get it. So I did a little thinking and I had one of my shower epiphanies and it came to me. What about a bonus podcast? Literally less than an hour later with wet hair, I had set up our brand new member exclusive podcast, the Everyday Style School Extra Credit. This show will share extra content like the Spring Trends bonus, exclusive Q&As with future guests, bonus tips, and we'll be putting the audio from our monthly style chats where members ask me their individual style questions and get personalized advice. We're going to put the audio there as well. We'll still be posting the videos for those. So if you like that, great, you can keep doing it. But if you'd rather walk or wash dishes and listen rather than sit and watch, you're able to do that too. If you're a Style Circle member, you should have received your exclusive link to the Extra Credit podcast via email. And if you're not a member yet, but you'd like to get the Extra Credit episodes, there's a link in the show notes to join us. All right. Today's show is obviously inspired by Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. 
A hundred years ago, early in my corporate training career, I was obsessed with the Franklin Covey store. I loved all of those posters, prints with a close-up photo of like gears or a clock or a boat with a quote about determination or grit or taking a risk. I had the planner and the posters and the calendars. And of course, I had to read the book. I was hustling and I was climbing the junior executive ladder. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People was the first business book I read. And I remember feeling like a grown-up when I read it, like this is the kind of book adults read. It was a pivotal moment in young Jen's life. I've forgotten a lot of the habits over the years. Don't ask me to name all seven off the top of my head. But one that really stuck with me and one that I use a lot even now is begin with the end in mind. In fact, our masterclass, Signature Style, is completely based on this habit. If you don't know what your style is or you don't know how you want your wardrobe to function and you just start buying clothes, you're going to end up with a wardrobe that doesn't look like you wanted it to look or work like you need it to work. Beginning with an end goal in mind helps you make better choices along the way and you actually end up with a wardrobe that you love. It's a great habit. And the one that I remembered after, you know, 20 some years. But recently, my sisters and I were cleaning out my mom's house. I found a few boxes of my things that had been left there for decades and forgotten. And in one of them was my copy of Seven Habits. As I was flipping through the yellowed pages, I thought it would be fun to do an episode about some of the habits highly stylish or super stylish women have in common. As I often do, when I was putting this episode together, I did a Google search to see what other style advice givers were saying on the topic. And I do this for a couple of reasons. The first one is I want to make sure that I'm not saying exactly what someone else is saying. I gather my ideas before I search because I don't want to be influenced by others' work. Sometimes, you know, there are only so many ways you can say something, but I'm kind of a big fan of that whole original thought thing. And I, I never want it to sound like I just copied somebody else. So that's the first reason. But the second one is I also just like to see what others' takes are on a subject. And this search, The Habits of Stylish Women, was really interesting to me. There were a lot of ideas out there, some the same as mine, lots of different ones. But what stood out was that a lot of the advice about the habits of stylish women seemed to be geared toward promoting that creator's idea of what style is or what style should be. For example, one piece I read said, stylish women stick to neutrals, and another one said, stylish women embrace color. One said, stylish women forego trends, while another thought stylish women should embrace trends. For every idea a creator had, you could find someone else saying the exact opposite. And I wanted to bring this up because I feel like this highlights why style advice is so confusing. There are conflicting viewpoints everywhere. But I also wanted to bring it up because I feel the need to point out the difference between professional stylists and style content creators like bloggers and influencers. Both jobs are completely valid. I'm not making a judgment call on anyone, but I want to point out that these jobs are not the same. Professional stylists understand that style means something different to everyone, and we see it as our job to help people, whether one-on-one -on -one or online, through products, whatever. We want to help women discover their version of style and how to bring it to life. Professional stylists might have a personal point of view or style preferences. I mean, of course we do. We're human. But we're able to put that aside to address the principles of style at large. 
Bloggers and influencers, on the other hand, usually share information through their singular viewpoint without the benefit of having worked with a wide variety of women with different styles, bodies, needs, whatever. I find bloggers and influencers use the phrase looks great on everybody because they haven't seen someone it wouldn't look good on. I, on the other hand, I see that phrase and my memory bank pulls up a client who would not have looked great in that sweater or dress or pants, whatever you're trying to sell me. And I'm sharing all of this, not because I think you should only listen to me. There are so many other talented, creative, knowledgeable people out there, and you absolutely should hear different perspectives. But rather, I share this with you because when you consume advice, any advice on any topic, ask yourself, what perspective is this coming from? If you see stylish women only wear neutrals and you love color, you might think, well, they're a style expert, so I I guess I'm just not stylish when nothing could be further from the truth. It's just that you have a different style than the creator does, and it's not wrong. It's just different. Who you're getting the advice from matters big time. So before we get into the habits, I want to share with you my definition of what a stylish woman is, and it has nothing to do with colors or trends or any of those things. My definition of a stylish woman is, first, a woman who looks the way she wants to look consistently. I know you can get your style together for a dinner out or a nice event, but how are you doing on a random Tuesday? How are you doing when you run to the store or you go grab coffee in the morning? That's the true test of real style. The second part of my definition is a little harder to find, but... To me, super stylish women don't look like their wardrobes are stuck in default mode. There's an intentionality to their look. You know how some women wear jeans and a t-shirt and they look dressed like it's an outfit while others wear jeans and a t-shirt and it's just clothes and the biggest benefit is they're just not naked? That's what I'm talking about, intentionality. So to recap, to me, a super stylish woman is one who looks the way she wants to look consistently and one who looks intentional about her style. The rest is just adding your own spin to it. With that in mind, these habits are ones that you can apply no matter what your style is, no matter if you prefer colors or neutrals, dressing up, dressing down, trends or no trends. Habit number one, super stylish women understand the power of everyday style. No, I don't mean my business. I mean that super stylish women don't save style for special occasions. They understand that looking good in their everyday lives is just as, or even more important than, putting together a cute outfit for a dinner out. What I often see is that women don't have the style they like or clothes they love because they're busy waiting for their real lives to start, right? The real stylish life. Whatever they're doing right now, it's just filling time until the good part comes. My love, I hate to break it to you, but whatever you're doing right now, right this instant, this is your real life, and it is full of good parts, parts you probably appreciate more when you're wearing good clothes. You know, I used to ask my group members to describe their style in three words, and they'd answer fun, classic, colorful, polished, casual, comfortable. You get the idea. We've talked about that a lot. Then a few days later, I'd ask them if the outfit that they were wearing right then was their style. And I'd get lots of no because answers. No, because I go to the gym every day. No, because I'm at home with my kids. No, because I go to work. No, because it's hot. No, because it's cold. No, because, no, because, no, because. 
It's like style is something that exists only when all conditions are perfect, when you have the right place to go, when the weather is right, when you don't have to walk too far so you can finally wear those cute shoes that hurt your feet a little bit. This is what I mean by saving style for special occasions. I know I mentioned our signature style course already, but this course was born out of this question in our group. I wanted to help women look the way they wanted to look regardless of where they were going. I wanted women to realize that they could have their style at the gym, at the park, at the office, when it's hot, when it's cold, whatever. I wanted women to realize that style isn't an outfit that you bring out once in a while. It's a mindset. It's how you show up every day. It's your perspective and bringing your personality to life. Here's the problem with saving style for special occasions. You never have anything you like for your everyday life or for the special occasions when they do come around. How many times have you actually had a place to go, but you didn't have anything to wear for it? Yep, probably a lot. Often those special things in life are kind of few and far between. So we don't put things in our wardrobes for them because we go, oh, I never go anywhere. Why do I need that? But at the same time, you might not have anything you like for your everyday life because you're just killing time until the fun stuff comes along. It's a vicious cycle and you, you just end up never having anything you like for anything. I think a big barrier to women embracing their everyday style is this idea that dressing well means dresses, blazers, uncomfortable shoes, all that stuff. If you get nothing else from this episode, let it be this. Dressing well does not mean dressing up. Let me say it again. Dressing well does not mean dressing up. You can dress well in jeans and t-shirts. You can dress well in gym clothes. We live in the age of athleisure, friends. Polished, chic, comfortable clothes are everywhere. You can be stylish no matter what. I saw a meme once that said, I yell at my kids less when I like my outfit. And I laughed, not because it was funny, but because it's true. Liking the way you look boosts your mood and your energy and your productivity. And when you embrace your everyday style for your everyday life, everybody gets a better version of you. I want you to do something for me. If you're someone who saves style for special occasions and you think, oh, why would I get dressed? I'm just going about my daily life. I want you to dress well tomorrow, not dressed up, just dress well in an outfit you really love. And then I want you to pay attention to how you feel as you go about your day. Notice if people smile at you more. Notice if you smile at people more. Did you yell at your kids less? Did you have more energy? Were you more productive? At the end of the day, I want you to ask yourself if it was worth it if that little extra effort was worth it. I'm guessing it will be. And by the way, all of those things, the smiling, the energy, reduced yelling, productivity, they have nothing to do with the outfit and everything to do with how you feel about yourself. And to me, that's a really good investment. Habit number two, which goes in hand with that, is super stylish women don't make excuses for why they can't dress well. And I can hear some of you now, but Jen, you don't know my life. True. Absolutely. I do not. But here's what I do know. For decades, I've heard women say, I'll buy good clothes when I lose the weight. But I know plenty of stylish plus size women. I've heard, but I have little kids. Mm -hmm. And we've all seen stylish women at the park with their children. 
but I don't have time to get dressed is a favorite of mine, as you know. And still, no one who's ever said it to me has been naked because putting on a stylish outfit takes exactly the same amount of time as putting on an unstylish one. But I'm broke. I have no money. You know, I have known lots of women who had incredibly small wardrobes, and some of them were the most stylish I've ever seen. The truth is stylish women do the best they can with what they have and where they're at for the life they live. And they don't allow limitations to be the reason they don't love the way they look. I want to share a story with you. A few years ago, I was at a coffee shop. I was doing some work and I noticed a woman's outfit. She was standing by her table and I could only see the back of her, but she had on a pretty blouse and like dress pants and flats. She was adorable. She turned around and I saw it was a friend of mine holding her two-week-old baby. I hadn't seen her since she had the baby. I was floored because two weeks postpartum, pretty sure I was not wearing blouses and real pants at Starbucks. We chatted and I commented, of course, on how cute the baby was and how pretty she looked, but also how impressed I was that she was dressed and out and all that good stuff. She shared with me that after she had her first baby, she struggled with depression and she wore nothing but sweats for months and felt really bad about herself. When she got pregnant with her second, she decided she wasn't going to do that again. She was going to make the effort to get dressed every day, no matter what. And she noticed that her postpartum phase was a lot easier the second time around. And so that's what she did after every baby. She made more of an effort instead of less. By the way, that day in Starbucks, she was holding her fourth baby wearing a blouse and real pants a couple of weeks after giving birth. Now, I don't say that in a come on, lazy bones, bounce back, it's easy kind of way. I share that because it's a great example of understanding what getting dressed can do for you, even when it's a little more difficult and not making excuses for why you can't. Habit number three, super stylish women have nice underwear and loungewear. Going back to habit number two for a minute, one excuse I've heard so often is, but I don't go anywhere, to which I say, or at least I want to say, so what? What difference does that make? If you only make an effort to have style when you're going somewhere, what you're really saying is that style is something you do for other people, not for yourself. And like anything you do for other people and not for yourself, at the slightest bit of resistance, it falls away. Let me give you a quick example. Let's say you've got a big high school reunion coming up and you say, you know what? I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to walk in there looking hot and I'm going to make those mean girls sorry. Now, if you were a less than popular girl in high school, you can admit that this is a fantasy that you have had once in a while. It's okay. We can we can all be honest. Anyway, you start off with good intention. But a couple of weeks later, when your friend is like, hey, girl, you want to skip the gym and go get margaritas and queso with me? You're all, what time are we mean? Right? Forget the gym. Most of us have been there in this scenario. It's unlike the feeling you have when you think, I want to be healthier. I want to get stronger. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. When your friend texts and says, you want to meet for margaritas, you say, you know what? I'm going to the gym. I'll be there by six. When you're doing things for you, when it's personal, you do it. When it's for others, even getting dressed, it's really easy to say, "Uh, I'm not seeing anyone today. Who cares? The things you buy and wear when you're not seeing anyone are the foundations of real style because what you wear for you is a reflection of how you see and how you treat yourself. And you know what? They sell pretty, comfortable 
underwear. They sell cute loungewear you wouldn't be embarrassed to answer the door in. You can buy clothes to work from home in that are not your pajamas that make you feel good about yourself and comfortable. You just have to recognize the importance of these things. Super stylish women do. Habit number four, super stylish women are ready for anything. I've lost count of how many times I have said this, but I'm going to say it one more. Your wardrobe should get you dressed for 90 to 95% of your life without crying or emergency shopping. Yes, there are invitations or activities that throw you for a loop and you think, what the heck do I wear to a grape stomp? But let's be real. Most of the things we do are kind of the same, like week after week, day, you know, month after month. And I, I don't want that to sound like a depressing Groundhog Day scenario, but my daily life, my regular life consists of about 10 things, right? Running errands, driving my kids to their activities, work, attending my kids' activities, date nights, hanging out with family, hanging out with friends casual weekend activities, like that's pretty much it. Now, is that all I do? No, but if I had a wardrobe that I felt good in for all of that, I'd be set. If my husband came home and said, honey, get ready, we're going to the Royal Ball. First of all, I'd I'd point out that we don't live in a Disney movie and there are no Royal Balls around, but then I'd have to go shopping because formal events like that are not in my 95%. If they are for you, great, make sure you're ready for them. But if you're struggling on a daily basis, fix the problem because these things that you're struggling for are going to happen again and again and again and again. I had a client once who was so frustrated because every time her husband had a work event, she had to go shopping for something to wear. She'd started asking if she could stay home and just skip it. And it was really putting a strain on their marriage, which is why she called me. These weren't once in a blue moon things. Her husband had events, which were usually like dressy, nice dinners at least once or twice a month. And her stay at home mom wardrobe wasn't cutting it. Every time though, every time, a couple times a month, it was like it was the first time she was hearing of this. And every time she had to panic shop. These events were in her 95%. They were in the realm of what she does regularly in her life. So when we shopped, we picked up a, a couple of dresses, a few pretty blouses, a few pairs of nice pants, a couple of jackets. We created a mini capsule of things that she could just easily grab whenever she needed to. After we worked together, she shared with me how she started looking forward to these dinners instead of dreading them, how she and her husband had stopped arguing, and how much easier it was to get dressed for other parts of her life because what she needed was in her closet. And she found that having those things expanded where she could go. Just having a few pieces just increased her her life options. It was amazing. Now, if you're thinking habit number four is the same as habit number one, let me explain the difference. Understanding the importance of everyday style is a mindset thing. It's about not waiting for your good life to begin so you can be stylish and instead realizing that this is your real life. This is your good life and dressing well for it. Being ready for anything, habit number four, is about curating a wardrobe that allows you to actually make that happen. It's the practical side. You can want all day long to look and feel stylish when you go to your kid's baseball game, but unless you actually put those clothes in your closet, it isn't going to happen and you're going to struggle. I have worked with lots of women who had a good grasp of number one, like they wanted to look really good for their everyday life, but they didn't put anything in their closet for it. They didn't do number four. And then I've had clients who did number four, they put all of these really cute things in their wardrobe, but didn't really have a grasp of number one. So they never 
wore those things and, and they just had pretty things that went unworn. So you really need to have both. You have to have a mindset that understands that this is your life, dress for it, and the clothes to make it happen. Okay, the last habit I want to share with you today, number five, is that super stylish women know what works for them. A lot of the advice I found in my Google search was about only wearing the cuts and colors that are best for you. But first, I feel like that's a really narrow-minded way to look at style. And also, I think that knowing what works for you goes way, way, way beyond wearing what is traditionally flattering. You know, I'm a big believer that you should know how to dress your body. I mean, we created an entire class on it. But I don't think you should take those principles as hard and fast rules that you can't break or bend or change. I think body shape advice is best when it helps you highlight the parts you love, when it helps you make shopping easier, and when it helps you figure out maybe why things aren't working for you. I know a lot of women don't like the way they look and they think it's them when really they just need different pants and a different neckline. Like to me, those things are way easier to change. You can't change your broad shoulders, but we can find you a different jacket. That's pretty easy. So yes, knowing the styles and colors that work for you makes things a whole lot easier, but it's not the end all and be all of style. To me, knowing what works for you also includes things like, what are the fabrics you like to wear? Are you a knits person or a wovens person? What patterns do you gravitate towards? What accessories are you going to buy because they're cute and you should have them, but are really just going to sit unworn in your jewelry box? Do you prefer dresses or two-piece outfits? Do you like to layer? All of these things and many, many others help you understand your style and create a wardrobe that expresses that style that you'll actually reach for day after day. I like to use Iris Apfel as an example of knowing what works for you. If you're not sure who Iris is, head to the show notes. We'll give you a link. But long story short, she is a 101-year-old fashion icon. That's what you need to know for this discussion. Iris wears huge glasses, bright lipstick, and so much heavy jewelry that I get claustrophobic just thinking about putting it on. Are her huge glasses the right shape for her face? I don't know. I've never looked that closely. Is every color she wears the best for her? Probably not, since I've seen pictures of her in pretty much every color out there. But if you look at all of these pictures, a few themes tend to emerge. She's a huge fan of jackets and third pieces, especially statement coats. She doesn't mess around with basic blouses, plain sweaters, none of that. She loves layered bracelets and tons of necklaces, but I couldn't find a single picture of her wearing earrings. She knows what works for her and she sticks to it. Understanding what works for you is the difference between having personal style and putting on a costume. It's the reason that all of that over-the-topness works for Iris Apfel, but most people, myself included, would have a really hard time pulling it off. Have you ever tried to have a little more style, but it felt like you were playing dress up and you just took it off? You're like, oh, not me, not me. If you have, the chances are you just didn't know what works for you. It's much easier to push yourself outside of your comfort zone when there are elements of who you are and what you like in there somewhere. For example, if you don't like jewelry, but you try to boost your, your style by adding lots of accessories, it's going to feel off and you may even feel like style isn't for you, like you weren't born with this mythical style gene that doesn't exist. On the other hand, though, maybe you like layers and a bold blazer would feel daring but doable. It's because there's an element of something that works for you in there somewhere. 
The bottom line is you have to know what works for you beyond just your body shape and best colors. You should start there, but don't end there. Okay, friend, there you have it. Five habits of super stylish women. Here's a quick recap. Number one, Super stylish women understand the power of everyday style. They don't save style for special occasions. Number two, stylish women don't make excuses for why they can't dress well. They do the best they can with what they have for the life they live. Number three, stylish women have nice underwear and loungewear because they know that what you wear when no one's looking sets the tone for how you see and treat yourself. Number four, stylish women are ready for anything. They don't struggle to get dressed for 95% of their daily lives. Number five, stylish women know what works for them and they go beyond just traditionally flattering cuts and colors and understand what they like to wear. I hope this episode has made you realize that any woman can become the woman who always looks put together. You don't need a bigger bank account, a better body, or an extra hour every day, even though that would be lovely. If you want to improve your style, take a look at your habits and thoughts around these five things. And then ask yourself what you can do a little bit differently. Maybe you need to start by cleaning out your underwear and pajama drawers. It's a great place to start. Or maybe you just need to examine what you're telling yourself about why you can't be a super stylish woman. Because the truth is, it's possible for everyone. Before we go, can I ask a big favor? If you're loving the Everyday Style School podcast and it's helping you get dressed and love the way you look, would you consider leaving us a review? These reviews help other women find our show and I want every woman to feel stylish every single day. If you head to the show notes on our website for this episode, there's info on how to leave a review on Apple Podcasts in case like me, you are not tech savvy. Those five stars just mean the world to us and we appreciate them so, so much. So thank you for doing that. And by the way, if you're a Style Circle member, head over to the Style School Extra Credit Podcast. I've got three more habits to share and a little mini challenge for you to help boost your habits. All right, I'll see you next time. And until then, remember that your everyday matters. Get dressed for it. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening today. If you're loving the Everyday Style School podcast, I'd like to invite you to become a member of the Style Circle. It's our monthly all-access membership that gives you everything we create to make style easy so you can save time and money, have easier mornings, and more confidence all day long. You get our seasonal capsule wardrobe guides, all of the master classes we offer, and our exclusive members-only podcast, the Everyday Style School Extra Credit. Plus, you're invited to the Facebook community where you can get even more style support and inspiration. I would love to get to know you and support your style journey. It's just $19 a month, less than the cost of a clearance shirt you're never going to wear. Come join me and make your everyday style easier.